It's time for Dima Live, the number one radio show in the private service industry. Dima Live is a radio show that allows private service professionals to discuss topics that pertain to their industry. Now, here are your hosts, Dima National President Matthew Hack and private service professional DJ Haverkamp. Changing times with investments in the stock market and the emergence of art auction values becoming common knowledge on the web, art has now become the new way to invest. How high net worth individuals are protecting their privacy has become the new concern when it comes to purchasing and selling artwork. If only there was a place to move the artwork between buyer and seller directly without the sales prices being publicly known. Today, we're going to talk about these issues and much, much more as we visit with Rita Sullins. Welcome to Dima Live. Dima Live is an online radio show intended to bring private service professionals, product suppliers, principals, and recruitment agencies together to discuss topics of interest to the high net worth service industry. Dima Live is produced by the Domestic Estate Management Association, a professional trade association with a mission to serve those who serve others. Our website is www.domesticmanagers.com. My name is Matthew Hack, and I am the president of the Domestic Estate Management Association. I will be your host today, and if you'd like to chat with us about this topic online and other listeners during the show live, you can do so by registering at blogtalkradio.com website, or if you'd like to submit a question via text, you can do so by texting 313-404-3998. Once again, that text number is 313-404-3998. Well, it's time for another Demo Live radio show. And as always, we have a spectacular guest that is going to be joining us today, Ms. Rita Sullins, founder of the CEO of the Confidential Asset Platform, as well as HomeCore, is going to be joining us today to talk a little bit about a new program that she has launched in conjunction with DEMA and all of its members. Rita, welcome to the show. How are you? Hi, Matthew. I'm great. Thanks for having me on the show today. Absolutely. No no, uh, no problem at all. It is absolutely our pleasure. Um, and before we get started, as always, we like to have our membership get a chance to learn a little bit about who you are. So can you fill us in a little bit about how you got your start in the in the industry and and how we've landed uh, here today on the show. Yes, Matt, thank you. I think giving an overview of myself and my company will help our listeners to understand how the CAP Confidential Asset Platform came to exist. So, Matthew, I'm the CEO and founder of HomeCore, which is a mission-driven organization. And we founded the Confidential Asset Platform in conjunction with you and DEMA to generate philanthropic capital for mission-driven initiatives. Now, I'm also currently a managing director at the world's largest mid-market investment firm with offices in 40 countries. And on a personal note, I was born and raised in rural Arkansas, and I relocated to Colorado about 15 years ago, and that's where I reside now, Matt. Awesome, awesome. And you've had some uh, extremely huge wins uh, during your business career. So what are some of the accomplishments that you've been able to achieve throughout your career? 
You know, Matt, I've been fortunate uh, to co-own an award-winning real estate team in Denver in a very busy marketplace and work with a variety of clients. And during this, I was successful in generating high-volume sales. And these clients included home buyers, sellers, and investors. And that involved into working with sellers such as the number one bank buyout partner of the FDIC, a lot of different banks, court receivers, and attorneys. So I got good transactional experience and came to know a lot of different types of clients. Um, uh, this was during the national mortgage crisis, and I saw a lot of families that really needed help. And at the same time, Matt, you know, the banks and mortgage companies also needed competent real estate professionals to offload toxic assets. So as this was a national crisis, my workload quickly uh, moved outside of the borders of Colorado into other states. And working with the disabled, veterans, and nonprofits, I found to be something I genuinely cared about and was really rewarding work. So it was from my experience in those arenas that when HomeCorps was founded, it was founded with a mission to serve the underserved and generate funds for people who were in need now. Excellent, excellent. And and that is one of the main reasons that we were so excited when we first got introduced to each other uh, as an association because of all of the great things that you've been able to accomplish with HomeCore. Uh, and obviously, you know, you've been able to build some great relationships that is in turn uh, helped you develop uh, the, the CAP program in conjunction with DEMA. Um, but how is that going to, to help uh, uh, our membership and, and how, how does that, how, how do you feel, or, or I guess I should say, why do you feel so strongly about working with DEMA and the CAP program? You know, Matt, um, generating philanthropic capital uh, for our missions and goals and initiatives um, through a better successful platform for selling art in the marketplace is a great way to work with DEMA and the DEMA clientele and bring in the high net wealth individuals that we um, have in our network. So I'm excited to have the online portal and work with DEMA to generate some capital to make money and help people together with DEMA. Okay, excellent. And and you're and you guys are currently um, you're currently doing some work um, helping uh, helping. Uh, oh, let's see here. I guess we're we're going to be working together to to help move some of that artwork um, confidentially confidentially. Um, but how how has how did you come up with the idea for Cap through obviously through some of the home core accomplishments that you've had. Um, how how did you guys come up with, with, with the CAP idea? Well, we began focusing with Home Corps because of my previous experience in working in real estate. And I don't know, high-value transactions, um, accessing a, a large population, and doing volume sales um, were a way that we could generate capital. So I don't know if you know, Matt, what bulk pool sales are, but in the housing and mortgage industry, um, we generated several successful projects on a high volume by uh, packages of homes um, that were offloaded uh, through the banks and conjunction with HomeCore and developed investor and high, network, high net wealth individual networks 
So some of the people in our high network, well, networks had art that they offered to let Homecore sell, um, and some of the difficulties that they faced with traditional auction houses. Um, we were seeking to create a better portal and a better streamlined system of selling the art. So it's through our networking and some of our previous accomplishments that we grew quickly from working not only in real estate, but in global healthcare solutions and having different types of access to clients such as rural families and high-level military in different countries. So it was through the generation of all these parties working together and seeing that we had the ability to create a better streamlined system to sell art that we decided to launch CAP with you. Excellent. And then you guys also, HomeCore also does a little bit of work with, uh, with, with veterans, correct? Yes, we do. Um, we have sponsored several projects to help our veterans. You know, Matt, one day I received a call about a veteran that was wrongfully foreclosed on while serving the country, and it was just something that, you know, had fallen through the, the cracks and was a mistake, but a lot of times veterans and people don't have resources that high net wealth individuals have to attorneys and, and to the help they need. So we were able to help this single mother um, regain her home, um, and um, we have several different projects and have done projects where we've rehabbed homes and helped veterans that were disabled have safe and affordable housing. Um, you know, people that serve our country while we're here safe, living with our families, and their lives are changed um, because of that. Um, it's a good thing for us to help them out. And so that is one of the things that we want to focus some of this philanthropic capital on that we generate from the sales at CAP to help the veterans. Excellent. And I think that that's extremely important. Uh, and it's important that we as a, uh, as a, as a country support those, uh, those people that have provided us with the safety and the ability to be able to do what we do best, which is uh, hopefully run businesses that help provide safety and security for others that are in need. So um, that's always important. So, one of the cool things with what we do here with DEMA is we get to do a lot of work with great companies, some companies that are long-time successes, others that are new successes that are starting to build momentum. But for the most part, a lot of the companies have been able to really be able to tap into the social media and, and different types of media, whether it's TV or uh, newspaper or, or articles on the web. And, you know, one of the great things about HomeCore is that I know that you guys have been uh, featured in a lot of different um, media outlets. Can you go over a couple of those just to kind of share with, the, with, with, with our association members what kind of uh, background and pedigree you guys are bringing to the association? Absolutely, Matt. You know, when we were working in bulk pool sales, we were able to work with a top government-sponsored entity, and we worked with one of the top mortgage companies uh, in these pool sales primarily. We also had a pool sale through a court receivership with one of the five largest companies in the world, and um, it was through those partnerships and those projects that we were sponsored in and featured in the Wall Street Journal, BS News, um, and many other lending organizations. Um, a lot of times the Mortgage Bankers Association meetings we attended, you know, the bankers were faced with the reality of um, 
things that hurt families and regular people, and they love to join together with us to do some things to turn that around and help people. So we were so excited and thrilled to be featured in organizations such as the Wall Street Journal. Very cool. I mean, and whenever you can get featured in in the great publications like that, it always makes you feel like you're actually uh, reaching out and touching the right people. Uh, because those uh, those outlets like uh, um, like the Wall Street Journal are, are always looking for the hot news stories, and uh, and only the good stories seem to, to usually make it in there. So congratulations on being able to uh, to to accomplish that. That's always a great thing uh, to see uh, for sure. So let's talk real quickly. What what is the overall view and uh, mission for what HomeCore does? Because it seems like you know, you're talking about philanthropical, uh, philanthropic money. Um, some of our mm-hmm. membership might not know what that is, but I want to, before we get into discussing exactly what that is uh, and what that definition is, let's talk about how uh, HomeCore can accomplish creating that philanthropic money. Thanks, Matt. Our teams are professional in structuring and transacting globally in different arenas, and we bring those abilities to CAP. And our partnerships that have been successful with people that care about a common good and generating what we call philanthropic capital. And that's when for-profit businesses work together, but the goal is to put some of the funds to good use for hands-up, not just hand-out projects, things that create jobs and bring sustainability in to uh, raise the level of some of the socioeconomic classes and also help some of the underserved that truly need help. So that is the mission of Home Corps and is with like-minded people that work for that common good. And, you know, Matt, one of the things that's been interesting to me and it's been a challenge and it's been a really good thing and I see is so needed in the world today, that when you have people that work together for a common good and they're from a lot of different backgrounds, you know, the relationships that are formed are strong and they bridge the gaps between things like different cultures and races and social classes. So that's been one of the really rewarding things that I'm proud as an accomplishment for Home Corps is to see people from different countries and different backgrounds care more about what we're doing together and really work well together. And I think, you know, as you see the different things in the news today, we see we need more of that in the world today. People that are working together because we're human beings first. You know, um, we all have different backgrounds and come from different cultures, but that doesn't mean when we really care about doing something together uh, for the right reason and doing business together through what I call relationship-driven business practices that we can't accomplish a lot that's good in business and good to help the world. So that is a little bit about really the partnerships that we have and how we strive to work together with people. Well, I think uh, I think uh, if uh, if CAP works as well as HomeCore has worked with other companies and uh, works well with DEMA, I think that we're all going to be in for a very successful run here uh, together, um, really to provide more confidentiality and safety for the principals and also uh, to provide a kind of a leg up, so to speak, for estate managers that are a member of DEMA. Uh, because they'll, they're the only ones that are able to utilize the, uh, the CAP pro- program. So 
let's get into it a little bit. Let's talk a little bit about uh, how uh, we, we know how Homecore uh, has kind of given you an opportunity to create CAP, but can you explain why you're so passionate about the need for something like the Confidential Asset Platform? Yes, I feel like it's important, as you said, for confidentiality and integrity in the marketplace. So the Confidential Asset Platform, I know when we first met to talk about this, it was because of a lot of the art offerings that we had that were truly phenomenal offerings. And um, we have added some select real estate, antiquities, and gems. Um, And I think for the private service professionals and the principals involved, to be able to view things online and have a buyer and seller, you know, code and DEMA connects them direct with closing attorneys is a really streamlined and efficient but completely private way um, to bring some of these luxury items to the clientele through DEMA. Yeah, absolutely. And, I, you know, I, I know that um... – one of the one of the nice things is that you're able to 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 create that philanthropic capital that we talked about earlier, and you, you did a good job defining it. But you know, I think my number one thing with dealing with our with dealing with our private service professionals and our membership is trying to explain what the benefits are exactly for the private service professionals, so that when they go back and they talk with the principles that they work for, um, you know, they can relay that there's a value out there. There's a value add. So can you expand a little bit more on exactly what is CAP? Absolutely. Um, CAP has the ability in the private and confidential marketplace for transactions to be structured in the manner the buyer needs privately and as well for sellers, they have the opportunity to see a better return on investment because while they may be placing the items, you know, at a good price for the principals, they also don't have the risk of loss if they sign a contract and the, the item doesn't sell or they cancel the contract and there's a 25% cancellation fee. You know, Matt, that's 25% loss of multi-million dollar pieces of art or, or investments they purchase. The other thing is it's, it's a lot easier for the sellers because they don't have to have upfront capital outlays to um, say this is for sale. You know, they don't have to relocate the art. They don't have to pay extra insurance and storage fees and do a lot of things and spend literally what can be millions of dollars to bring the art into the marketplace. So we feel that it is simplified in those manners, but also in not having to deal with rules and regulations or problems to broker networks and auction houses because they can transact in the manner strictly between the buyer and seller and their closing attorneys. And they're protected by the E&O insurance of the closing attorneys. And these are attorneys that, um, you know, have been successful in closing art and know what's needed to do that. So we feel that this portal um, will bring a great uh, benefit to the buyers and the sellers. Okay, so so what we're talking about then is we're talking about a buyer-to-seller platform that eliminates a lot of the excessive charges that some of the other areas where other locations that you may go uh, to move artwork 
may insist that you participate in, correct? Like, you know, we're talking about the storage fees. We're talking about the moving and transportation, having to utilize their companies to move and, 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 uh, and transport the, the artwork, correct? That's right, Matt. And, you know, speed uh, to market, um, less risk of loss for the return on the investment, and even, you know, some of the standard um, auction-type sales, you know, they don't even pay the sellers for 90 days post-sale. So we feel there are a lot of benefits. And, and besides benefits, it being in, in financial arenas, it being much simpler for the sellers and buyers to transact and customize the transaction and utilize the companies they're comfortable with using for their insurance, storage, and moving of the art. So that's absolutely correct, Matt. That's exactly what CAP is going to provide to the buyers and sellers. And it's going to provide one other thing that I think is extremely important. It's things that I have talked with a lot of our membership about, and that's the confidentiality of the prices of moving artwork. I know that there was recently a company that came out uh, in the art world, and they were actually using their sales at their auction houses to track the value to see what art was becoming of value and what art was declining in its value. And they were using that to basically buy and sell art just like the stock market. However, the one problem with that that a lot of our membership has, has told us is that it does not provide the sellers the confidentiality of what they're selling that artwork for. And it can easily make them a target for future purchases and sales of artwork, correct? That is absolutely correct. I think that... You know, the portal has a specific buyer ID and seller ID, and their information is not disclosed um, um, for the sale, the price of the art, for the purchase. You know, the principal that's purchasing the art is never going to wake up and see that that was publicized, you know, um, and so it can remain completely confidential. Okay. And, and let's talk, I mean, obviously, whenever something like this happens, where you have a new program that surfaces in the high net worth industry, there's a lot of people that want to gain access, right? And they want to be able to participate in the website because either A, they want to observe what's on the website as far as artwork goes. Um, B, they want to see what the artwork's going to sell for. Um, or C, they have bad intentions, potentially. So, who can, can can anyone look up uh, the the CAP uh, platform and be able to join? No, um, absolutely not, Matt. Um, only vetted buyers and sellers that go through our internal process are granted access to the portal, and this ensures you know on the sell side. Number one, we're dealing with the absolute signatory. Number two, the piece has been authenticated, and we have the due diligence files to prove, to prove that. You know, and for the buyers, you know, again, the confidentiality, um, they simply indicate interest or their service professional does and um, through their ID number and are connected direct with the closing attorney through your staff at EDEMA. So this protects uh, the items that we've talked about, about price and about 
people that are just looky-loos or trying to figure out an end to see who's going to sell what when. You know, so um, I think the process that we've structured for the CAP portal will work really well for the buyers and sellers because we know um, as they've been vetted um, that they are the true principals and they're able to transact direct without any breach of confidentiality or out any in, without any infer- interference from outside parties or having to follow rules and regulations of an auction house or, you know, um, having um, the sellers be approached by um, asking to be sold additional pieces of art in their collection as well. So I think the portal being only accessible to the service professionals and the principals is one of the really good things about it. Okay, excellent. And, you know, you're talking about ID numbers as acting as a very safe and secure way of making sure that people don't know. I mean, what we're saying is basically the buyer and the seller don't even know who is who they're doing business with until the final closing. And in some instances, they may never know who they're doing the final closing with, correct? That's correct. And, you know, Matt, I'm sure as you've experienced, as I have, in dealing with high net wealth individuals, many times it may be one of their companies, you know, and their, um, you know, their power of attorney or their service professional has signatory authority to execute. So um, there are a lot of different ways to protect privacy even within our portal, but that's absolutely right. Well, I mean, that, that includes, I mean, when we talk about companies, basically what we're talking about is we're talking about family offices, right? And, exactly. You know, I mean, anyone who works in this industry, uh, hopefully you know what a family office is so that Rita and I don't have to give, give a definition on that. If we do, we'll do another Dima Live at some point and we'll go down the uh, list <laughs> of all the things that, that uh, family offices do. But I think that we're both, um, involved with several great family offices uh, throughout the world. And I think that between your relationships that you've created with HomeCore, the relationships that we've created with DEMA, and I think the number one thing is the confidentiality, right? I mean, we don't give up any of our information to anyone, um, any type of vendor or anyone like that, and nor nor do you. I think that the way that we're planning on rolling this out is, you know, we're going to send out invites uh, to our membership to to join uh, the CAP program. Uh, you guys are going to send out at HomeCore a invite to join the CAP program. And through that, we'll be expanding our market and our ability to be able to provide a safer, easier way uh, for, for principals to be able to buy and sell. Uh, directly online and uh, and get their stuff moved the, the the proper way in a safe way, right? Absolutely, and I do know as you reference family offices and private service professionals. You know, principals depend on people that they select to do that job, and they trust them. And um, you know, um, that's why they're called private service professionals. So. Um, I'm excited to bring these networks together to have a simple solution to um, and, and a better solution for the principles um, in art and um, antiquities and, and gyms. Um, some of the artists that are featured are 
Picasso, Monet, Chagall, Jackson Pollock. We have some contemporary art pieces, even a self-portrait of Michael Jackson. And, you know, Matt, one of the good things, too, is there are art pieces that range from $3 million up to $120 million. So there's a good opportunity for some different um, investments at different levels through the platform as well. Absolutely. Uh, and, you know, I think that the, the other thing that I was going to say is, you know, going back to the ID numbers that all of the CAP membership receives, um, that's one level of security. But how else, I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to assume that your response is going to include what DEMA does, but how else is CAP vetting uh, their membership uh, or their members when they want to join the, uh, the program? Well, absolutely. DEMA is the epicenter of professionalism with high net wealth individuals. And so, you know, the DEMA members that you have experience with, you know, are absolutely their principals and private service professionals are able to have access because they already do business with DEMA. And I think um, our internal vetting through our legal team and our clients that we've done business with, um, bringing them forward to DEMA um, to transact through the ID numbers and with the closing attorneys um, and these transactions being protected with their E&O insurance are all um, the right way to roll this out, as you said, you know. Yeah, absolutely. I, I I agree with that. And I think that we should probably touch real quickly on the fact that our membership is made up pretty much a majority of our membership right now. I, I'm hoping that this is going to change as, as our relationship grows. And then some of the other relationships we're currently building with uh, the NFL and, and other uh, leading uh, sports uh, associations out there you know, that's going to bring more principles in. But right now, currently, a majority of our membership are private service, prof- private service professionals. How are they allowed to be able to utilize the CAP platform on behalf of their principles? How, how is that going to work out? Yes, they'll be assigned an ID number and are allowed to access the portal for the principles that they Uh, you know, handle other various responsibilities for. So, yes, the private service professionals will be able to access the portal on behalf of their principals. Okay. And and some of the benefits that, that a private service professional is going to gain by utilizing the portal? To be able to know, you know, they know their clients and their principals, you know, to be able to look at the portal and identify um, if there are items that this principal needs or is looking for, so they'll be able to have access to quickly look at the different items there to be able to bring them to the principal's attention, you know, to be able to um, even pre-vet them, you know, in artwork, genealogy, provenance, professional art reviews and appraisals and comparables you know, can be made available to the private service professionals so they can um, do their job to bring the right product to the principal that they work for and know what their interests are and their needs are as well. And it's also exclusive access. I mean, it's not just access to any art. I mean, some of the clientele that you guys have as part of HomeCore, um, they have rare pieces of artwork that you will never see in any of the other uh, locations that you'll see artwork, correct? 
That's correct. You know, Matthew, I was in Europe last year and met with the royal family, and we were talking about philanthropic capital, and they said we have some pieces that we've had stored for years, um, and um, we would absolutely be willing to offer some of those on your portal. So some of the things that are being sourced have not been in the marketplace, and that's exciting. You know, it's fun for our team, you know, to see these things come forward into the marketplace. So these items are being offered exclusively on the CAP portal. Well, I know you've been working extremely hard with uh, with your sales team and and, and the uh, designers and developers. I, I know exactly what a, uh, a daunting task that can be as we just went through that ourselves. And you know what? It's something that is constantly an ever-changing thing, right? You know, websites and and portals or whatever we want to call them, uh, the ability to be able to capture information and sensitive information at that is always uh, a concern. Um, and I'm sure that concern exists with CAP. So how, how, can, how does CAP ensure that the artwork is legitimate and not some, some piece of, you know, uh, fraud or a false piece of artwork? We know, Matt, the closing attorneys provide a fully vetted file, and the service providers as well, or private service professionals as well as the principals, have full access to the due diligence. You know, um, the um, pieces are fully vetted, and again, the transactions are insured. Um, so I think the caliber of the closing attorneys are key there, and I think the pre-diligence that's done before the artwork is placed on the portal is important. Okay, so here we go. So we know now that a private service professional can come, uh, they can join DEMA, they can participate with the association, uh, they can also participate on the CAP program. So let's role play for a second. I'm the seller, you're the buyer. How does the movement of my Jackson Pollock piece that I put onto the website, how, how does that move uh, and sell through the CAP platform? Well, it's pretty simple, and I know that you and I agreed uh, simple would be good. So um, the private service professional or a principal uh, sees an item they're interested in and see the basic information, and they simply click on the piece, and uh, uh, their ID number requests the diligence files, and they're provided, and they're put through DEMA direct to the closing attorney for them to immediately have access to what they need um, to look at the opportunity. And then the closing attorney and providing that with them, you know, um, is able to work directly between the principals and the private service professionals to negotiate the terms, you know, the viewing of the art, the movement of the art, the contracted sales price. And the commissions are preset and they're much lower than in standard um, art houses. Um, so um, it's pretty simple, Matt. It really is. It can be individually customized, but the pieces are pre-vetted. And, again, we have um, good attorneys that, you know, have their license on the line and have dealt in selling art, you know, for many years. So they're very well experienced and are going to be very cautious and make sure that the principles are protected on both sides. And, and as this CAP program grows, I mean, I could certainly see it developing into 
uh, a, a place where other pieces could be sold uh, besides artwork, uh, whether it be uh, authentic classic cars, uh, collections, jewelry, uh, things like that. And as a matter of fact, speaking of jewelry, I believe that you guys are planning on rolling out a uh, special humanitarian initiative uh, regarding gemstones. Can you go over that a little bit uh, briefly just to kind of bring everyone up to speed with that? Yes, we do have additional uh, items that we're going to place on the cat portal. First of all, just to keep it interesting, we know that while there are a lot of people that buy fine art and buy that for an investment and to enjoy having it in their homes, there are also other items that are needed. So we do have some uh, stunning gem, uh, gems and jewelry that are for high net wealth individuals. But we also are very excited to have some affordable gemstone artworks that range just between five and $15,000. And you know, Matt, um, the gentleman that creates these um, um, does so uh, to support humanitarian initiatives that involve children. And basically children that were sex trafficked and abused, and he has shelters in many countries, he himself and his siblings were placed in an orphanage. And before he was four years old, he experienced the horror of that. And as an elderly man now, he sells these gemstone arts. And it's interesting because when I um, met him and looked at these, you know, they really do have Western art, Asian art, Indian and Middle Eastern art. And there are two high net wealth individuals that saw them and um, bought entire collections. You know, one a royal family in the UAE and another a famous prince in Europe. Um, this gentleman also provides with the art, um, which will have the entire collection on the cat portal on a separate page, a gemstone board. And it shows the gems on the art. There's a certificate of authenticity and where they came from. So that's interesting. So it's a fun way for people to purchase some art, you know, and um, also support a humanitarian initiative. This gentleman wrote a book entitled Difficult Beginnings, and he sent that to me, and I just finished reading it, you know, and it made an impact on me because I, living in the United States, had never um, experienced um, the shelters and some of the problems overseas in other countries where still and yet today children are rescued from those types of things. So we appreciate um, Dima um, joining with us in the effort in the CAT portal to also have this section of art that um, has a humanitarian purpose where every penny spent on the art goes to support, to help these underserved children. Well, I think it's something that everyone can be a prou- proud um, to, to to be proud to be a part of. Um, you know, whether it is a private service professional um, that is doing it on behalf of a principal, uh, whether it is the private service professional going back to the principal saying, "Hey, I figured out a way that we can give back to the community," or just straight up the principal feeling good about the fact that they're being able to accomplish something for a uh, for a very good cause and purpose. So uh, I, I'm really excited to be able to have the cap as one of our exclusive benefits. Um, I think that we are going to be able to really provide something not only for, for, for your clients, your principles that you have, but also in return, 
we're going to be able to give back to all of our membership as well through this relationship. So I'm definitely looking forward to working with you, Rita, and your team. Uh, I think it's going to be a great opportunity in the future. Uh, before we uh, before we wrap things up, I do want to remind everybody that we are heading into a convention season. I think that we're right about uh, about four weeks away right now. Uh, the convention will be on the 15th, 16th, and 17th at the Ritz-Carlton in Orlando. Uh, we have a great lineup set up of speakers and um and, and educators that will be presenting on all kinds of different topics from uh, how to manage homes, how to manage communication between uh, different uh, uh, people that are in the homes that are trying to maintain the homes um, all the way up to, into including a career day that we have on that Friday where we will have over 20 agencies from across the country that will be in in uh, in attendance on site, taking resumes, getting an opportunity to talk with candidates uh, across the country that normally uh, the conversation would be done over the phone. So it's going to be a great opportunity, uh, exciting, fun times. We're doing uh, a couple of different uh, fun events. Uh, Friday night we'll be doing our normal mixer event, and that will be a uh, choose your favorite uh, decade and come dressed in that decade. So that'll be fun. Um, How and, fun. Uh, and then uh, our, uh, our Saturday night event, uh, which is our, our awards gala, is going to be based around a Great Gatsby theme. So it'll be interesting to see what everybody comes uh, wearing. I'm sure uh, everyone will be dressed to the nines, and uh, it'll, it'll be awesome. So what would uh, Rita, what would be your favorite decade if you were going to be coming to that mixer on Friday night? Oh, my gosh, it would have to be this decade just because we have so many good things we're working on. And, you know, Matt, speaking of the convention coming up, we're going to try to roll out the portal around the first week of September so it may be a good opportunity for some of the service care professionals and and different people to get questions answered, you know, or look at the portal. Um, And, you know, it's certainly a great time that we live in. We have so much opportunity and so many good um, um, opportunities globally to work together. So I know that the National Convention will be very successful for DEMA, and um, I'm hoping that I'll be able to make it there in Florida in September, Matt. All right. No, that would, that'll be great, and uh, we'll be looking forward. I, we'll, we'll be looking forward to seeing you in your hoodie. Um, and, yes. uh, and that'll be good, right? Uh, so, can't go there you wrong. go. I love it. I love it. I didn't even think about that. Here I was going like with the 80s or something like that. I could have gone something easy. Just said, hey, I've got my hoodie. I'm a millennial. It's all good. Um, That's it. And, there you go. <laughs> all right. Awesome. Well, listen, we really appreciate your time on this edition of uh, of Dima Live, Rita. I think that uh, we're, we're going to have some great things coming forward for our membership through the CAP program. If anyone has a, uh, any questions or they want to reach out and connect with you just to get some clarification on anything that they may have heard tonight on the show, or if they think about a question, how would they go? How would they go about doing that? Matt, um, if they wanted to reach out to you because they already have your information or if they would like to contact me, my email address is rsullens at homecoreusa.net. And homecoreusa.net has our office and my cell information as well. 
So um, I look forward to interacting and working with DEMA on creating a successful platform um, through the Confidential Asset Platform. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, that will do it for another edition of DEMA Live. Our thanks goes out uh, to Rita Sullins for sharing her time and her insights regarding the art world and the new CAP program. If you have any questions regarding how you can become more involved in your local chapter of DEMA, or if you have any questions about the private service industry, please feel free to contact us directly at info at domesticmanagers.com. If you'd like to be a guest on the show or have a suggestion for a potential topic or guest that you would like us to interview, please contact us at that same email address and let us know. We're here for you guys. If you can't catch our show live on Wednesdays, uh, at noon Eastern, um, you'd be more than welcome to listen to a previous issue uh, or episode. The show is available as a podcast on blogtalkradio.com and also iTunes. If you subscribe, you'll be notified when we post our most recent episodes. Once again, I've been your host, Matthew Hack. On behalf of all of my colleagues and the staff at DEMA, thank you for allowing us to continue to serve those that serve others. Thank you and have a great day. <laughs>